Good day, everybody. Happy Thursday. It is November 30th. Is it the last day of November? It is. That's right. December 1st. Winter parking kicks in in most major cities, so don't get yourself uh, any tickets. Don't want to give the government extra money. I hope you're all doing well. Lots going on today. I always like to let people kind of file in a little bit before I hit the hit the major stories. But uh, last night was an interesting one. We had uh, Elon Musk absolutely torching uh, Bob Iger and other advertisers. Uh, the I think the um, there's a new YouTube files that just got released, which we're going to talk about. Um, I emailed all the prize winners last night, so I will be, uh, you know, changing up my set as I have to ship all this stuff out. Basically everyone emailed me. I had a bet going, uh, with some family because usually with like giveaway stuff, a lot of people don't reply for whatever reason, but, uh, most everyone replied, um, correctly they all followed the instructions they gave me their mailing address to make it easier on me um i just ask you guys give me you know a couple days to get everything boxed up and and shipped out i'll probably do a couple at a time um the people that want gift cards that's obviously easy i can just i'll, I'll give everyone till friday and i'll buy the codes dave landau uh had to reschedule he'll be on i think in like a week or two um he emailed me last night so, uh, yeah, no big deal there. Uh, we'll see Dave next week. I actually don't know if I have a guest tomorrow either, but I'll try to, uh, I'll try to, um, find somebody for tomorrow. I didn't have enough time today cause I didn't see the, the DM till it was kind of too late this morning, but, uh, we've got lots to talk about, uh, lots of interesting news and some, funny stuff. Uh, but I, I want to start with a couple of the shorter stories. I think we had, uh, <clears throat> a mostly peaceful event going on at, uh, the Rockefeller center, I believe. Is that what it's called in New York? Um, Lighting a Christmas tree. Uh, get Sam Hyde on. Yeah, I'll, I'll get Sam on. I'll see if he's available. I know he's got a lot going on with Fish Tank Season 2 and uh, and stuff of that matter. Uh, stuff of that matter. But it might be a good spot to promote Fish Tank Season 2. So it might be kind of cool. Uh, we had some mostly peaceful... I'm not sure what they mean by shut it down. Uh, chat saying you have to admit everything underneath 20 degrees Fahrenheit is no big deal. Uh, yeah, if you live in a cold state, uh, there's really no difference functionally between 10 degrees and 20 below. I mean, yes, there are physiological things, meaning like you can only spend so much time outside, but really it's just cold as hell. It's either it's once it's like below, I'll say once it's below like 15, 20, it really doesn't feel if it's zero or 10, you don't really notice a difference. 
But what's funny is you definitely notice a difference between like 80 and 90, you know, as a perspective, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's between 90 and a hundred or 80 and 90 or 70 and 80 or 60 and 70, you always, you very, very well know the difference. Um, everyone knows, um, between 50 and 60 is when the, uh, sundresses come out, um, which is always a good time of year. But then, you know, when it's the difference between 20 and 10 and 10 and zero, or even 20 and zero, you don't really notice it is warmer outside today. Um, so that's good. The, uh, these protesters, one of the mass produced signs at the flood, the tree lighting for Gaza says victory to the Palestinian resistance paid for by workers.org. You mean terrorists? And then you have a bunch of black people wearing these, uh, what are they called? Kethias? I don't know how to say it. Pretending that they're just BLM. These are just BLM NPC bots. So you have all these um, really dumb people uh, who live their life based on purely emotional decision-making. And like, these are the, I bet you if you did like facial recognition software, uh, there's probably a 75% crossover between people who are storming the streets and fighting with cops for Palestine as the same, as the, the same people that were doing it for old, what's his name? Uh, the fentanyl head in, in Minneapolis, they are the exact same people. Many of them get paid money to be there. They get bust in. I saw it in my own state. We had a sheriff at the Kenosha. There's a train station and all these loser garbage people are coming up from Chicago, burning down my cities, burning down cities in my state. I saw it with my own eyes. That is not some crazy right wing rhetoric. These people absolutely positively are put are are bust in and um, they're brainwashed. They're doing it for money. Uh, none of these people look Palestinian. I could tell you that much. There are a lot of black Palestinians. And now he's heckling a cop. He sounds like he's really there about he sounds like he's really there about Palestine, right? He's got the Palestinian flag wrapped around him. He's got the towel on his head. Um, he's definitely but he's yelling at a cop. Definitely a pro-Palestine guy. You know, I mean, you could just look at him. He's got the he bought a, a, a 12 cent flag off Amazon. Black guys and fat white women. That's who's at these things. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I 
No! Oh! Oh, okay. Okay. Look how peaceful they are. They're pushing the barricade. They're pushing the cops back. If these were Trump supporters, they'd be calling it a insurrection. I'll say violent riot. Yeah. These people aren't Muslim at these events. They look overwhelmingly black and, and, and overweight white people. Mostly women. We have a right to protest. What you? Who would even want to be a cop anymore these days? You have all these degenerates doing that, uh, doing this stuff. Yeah, it's a rally of future single moms of America. Let him go. We know nothing about why he's being arrested. Let him go. Look at all these Palestinians. Look at all these Palestinian uh, men and women in the streets. All wearing their COVID masks, still while outside. Two years. They probably, this bitch probably has five booster shots, and she's still wearing a COVID mask. You know why she's wearing a mask is so she can commit crimes and obscure her face. That's what always happens. Oh, it's not even over her nose. She's not wearing it right. These people are all. NPC bots. What I mean, all you have to know is I'm kind of feeling kind of spicy today, but so pardon if, if some of my language is colorful, but here's what you need to know about the pro palette. I'm not talking about pro Palestinian points of view, just so we're clear. Okay. I'm not talking about uh, Palestine's quote-unquote right to exist or Israel's quote-unquote genocide. I'm not talking about any of that. What I'm talking about is the people in the streets and how you know this is all astroturfed. And so for those of you that don't know, like astroturfed is like a term that is used in a lot of different ways, but it often refers to, you know, things that seem 
much more popular than they really are. And there's usually market forces behind that. Say, for example, you see, you know, like the woke TV show She-Hulk, for example, um, or Batwoman, right? Number one trending on every night, every night that the show aired, but they had legendary low viewership because Disney or some marketing agency was buying bots on Twitter to boost the stuff. In the same way, this is how you know this is all bullshit and these people don't give a crap about Palestine. Okay. What the fuck are they doing? What is the new, what is the lighting a Christmas tree in New York city due to free Palestine? What does blocking bridges in New York city during rush hour have to do with Palestine? What do the people that you are inconveniencing the people that you are physically assaulting? What do they have to do with Israel and Palestine. Nothing. What did Kenosha burning down? What did all those car lots burning down have to do with Kyle Rittenhouse defending himself against a violent pedophile? Nothing. These people are paid agitators. They are sigilstone, but the hatred of Jews is very real. It is from the left. It is from it is from the left. All of these retards in the streets burning shit down in small cities had nothing to do with George Fentanyl King Floyd. It had nothing to do. It is just people. It is shitty people. Okay. It is shitty garbage people looking for any excuse to be shitty and garbage. What did stealing Nikes have to do with George Floyd? What did stealing big screen TVs from Target have to do with police brutality? Do I agree that there are bad cops that should be fired? Yes. Do I believe that cops should face the same, if not stricter, legal penalties when they step out of line? Yes, I do. Do I think that stealing a shitty Samsung TV from Target has anything to do with it? No. It is just garbage people being garbage and pretending that they're not garbage. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. You know what good people are doing? They're at freaking work. You know why they don't have why they weren't rioting? They're at work. They're with their families. Like that that is what all these people looting and the mainstream media excuses it. And then you have racists like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Hassan Piker excusing this behavior because they're black or because they're a minority. That's what they do. Well, this is just the way they speak. They don't have a voice. So this is what they have to do. Baloney. That's racist. 
that's like Hassan Piker and people like AOC say, well, all they could do is steal. That's how they, that's how they make their voices heard being violent or, or I happen to think better of my fellow man, regardless of their skin color. You ever watch Yuri Bezmenov lectures on active measures and lightning stuff? Yeah, it's good. So the, 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 the second we, we stop, like our politicians stop excusing uh, this behavior. What is he supposed to do? He's poor, so of course he robbed. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we definitely don't have the single best job market in American history right now, where anybody, anybody could walk into an Amazon distribution center and make twenty-five to thirty-five dollars an hour. I don't want to hear it. According to the media, Bidenomics has something like 2.8 or 1.8 jobs per person. Why aren't these people at work? The man holding an American flag said the crowd is in the United States, to which one of the protesters yelled, I don't care. Like, these are just rage-filled. They are at work. That's a good point. These, these people are rage-filled. And they are pawns. They are being paid. I mean, look, I don't have the evidence so I, it is my feeling that many of these people are paid. How are they paid? Well, I think that that's a, that's a more difficult question to answer. We've all seen the pictures of uh, $10 an hour to protest or $20 an hour to do this, all this kind of crap, right? But again, these people do not care about Palestine. They didn't care about George Floyd, a drug addict piece of garbage, okay, ODing on fentanyl. And then they put Derek Chauvin, who I, I agree, put himself in a very bad position by where he had placed his knee there, okay? But now he's getting stabbed in prison. He was completely railroaded. If he was black, the prosecutor would have probably said, well, what was he supposed to do? I don't care about Palestine. I don't care about Israel. I don't. And, it's, and like, I'm not like arguing with chat, but I'm saying like, you guys know my position. 100,000 Americans died... 80,000 Americans, I think, died from, fent uh, from fentanyl opioid overdose next year. Fix that. Hundreds of thousands of homeless. Fix that. An invasion on our southern border. Fix that. I don't care about Palestine. I don't care about Israel. I have a tiny fraction of time to be alive on this planet in the grand scheme of things. I am very lucky I was born in America.
I know that. Shout out to my dad's sperm. Okay? Rest in pepperonis, Pop. But I'm not, what am I supposed to do? L- spend the rest of my life looking for ways to be oppressed? No, look around. Look around in America. People are suffering here. What are you in the streets for freaking Palestine for, bro? Walk down the street in or in um, Portland or, or San, San Francisco or Seattle and watch people's flesh falling from their bones from what is Zytol or Xylene they're all addicted to, the zombie, the zombie drug. You know what I'm talking about. It's like fentanyl with something else. It makes their skin fall off. Fix that. Don't care about Ukraine either. Sorry, not sorry. Don't. Don't care. Can't care. If I I would love to care. I would love to care. Oh, Trank is codeine mixed with z- xylokine? Is that what? Yeah, it's our Trank. Yeah, that's what it's called. I get that it's extremely, I'm extremely lucky that I was not born, you know, in some country that is war torn. I get that. I do. But these people in the streets marching, causing crimes, assaulting people, stealing, rioting, looting. They aren't really out there for the cause. They never have been. They never have been. You think some dude in Atlanta who was looting Louis Vuitton purses gave one of one atom of a fuck about George Floyd. I've seen how people in the inner city act when the people that they supposedly love get shot and killed every weekend. I've seen people walk over people bleeding out on the sidewalk. You think these people that are looting stores in San Francisco in the name of George Floyd ever gave a fuck about that guy? Xylocene. Okay. It's a veterinarian sedative. Oh, like Special K too, right? People used to do that. Like, I just... I don't, uh, and all these idiots that are like, ooh, I'm a Palestine. You think, do you think Hassan Piker gives a shit about Palestine? Get out of here. Anyway. Until such a point where local prosecutors put these people in jail, and make them serve their sentence, it will never stop. Some people believe that they want it to continue, right? Thank God I live in the suburbs, which isn't as safe as it used to be, but at least I can move freely and not have to worry about getting stepping on a need an AIDS needle of somebody who's, you know, shooting up heroin that the government bought them. Tripping over a government supplied crack pipe in Portland. Like, 
I, I don't I don't have the answers for fixing addiction, but I know it isn't giving them more crack. I know it's not giving them crack pipes and not arresting them when they rob law-abiding citizens. I know it's not that. The tonight, by the way, as if the debates weren't already just brutally boring. Tonight we have Tonight we have Oh, by the way, yeah, taking back cities. It's you know what's going to happen? People are going to take back the cities. You see what's happening? You see what's happening in Chicago, right? Where they're whining about all these migrants now? Keep sending them. Texas should continue to send them to New York and Chicago and every one of these cities that that puffed their chest out and said that they were a sanctuary city. Pile them to the fucking ceiling. Have those buses running 24-7. Cross the border, get in a bus. We're taking you to Chicago. Cross the border, get in a bus. You want to go to Chicago or New York? Hey, guess what? Padre, you got three great options. San Francisco, Chicago, New York. Where do you want to go? Get on the bus. Here's your fucking cell phone and $500 cash. See you later. Every one of them. That's what you do. If these cities want to have laws that lead to their destruction... Then let's help them along the way. Let's help them. And you know what? The people with the means will leave the city. That's exactly what's happening in New York. It's exactly what's happening in San Francisco. And guess where they're going, friends? Guess where they're going? They're not going to Democrat cities. Yeah, I got a full night's sleep last night, boys. They're not going, they're not leaving New York to go to Philadelphia. They're not leaving San Francisco to go to Portland. Where are they going? Florida and Texas and the Midwest. That's where they're going. They're going to Republican states. And they're going to ruin them too. I think that Chicago, that Texas and Florida should forbid anybody from moving there from New York. Is that crazy? Is that tyrannical? Did I go too far? Maybe I went too far. But I feel like if people I feel like people in Texas and Florida uh would prefer that. Do not come. You want to move here from Florida? You got to pay a uh, you got to pay you could pay a super tax. Moving here from New York City, all right, you're going to pay 30% tax on your purchase. Moving to Florida or moving to Texas from, from San Francisco, 30% tax. You try to buy a house in Texas, take a, take a little look at what you can buy for half a million dollars in Texas right now. Not much. Why do you think that is? It's because people are coming there. 
from San Francisco and other Democrat cities. Bad idea. Do not re redistribute the invaders. Nope. Well, yeah, of course. Obviously, the correct solution would be to have, um, would be to have, uh, uh, this thing called a border security that every other nation in the world has. But it, it, but because we don't want to do that, because Joe Biden doesn't want to protect our border, then we should send ten thousand of these people. Where's that town he likes to go vacation to? What's little Nantucket or where, where does he go all the time? You know, he's on vacation every other week. That beach he likes to stay in, fill it up with, fill it up with immigrants. Love it. Love it. His little Vermont home or wherever it is, ship 10,000 immigrants there. Do it every day, all day. Ruin every city that these pieces of shit like to escape to. Because most people... Most people can't leave it. They don't have the financial means to, to leave cities that are getting less and less safe. So if you voted for not funding the wall when Trump was president, I want your town full of migrants to the fucking brim, overflowing. Send them all to Nantucket. Send them all to um, Camp David area. Send them all to Delaware. Send them all to Myrtle Beach or wherever these people go. I want thousands of migrants there. Because that's the only way they're going to change the decision. You know that, right? Drop them off in front of Camel Toe's house. 5,000 at a time. Wash your hands of it. Go to every one of those rich liberal cities that put up signs. Migrants, welcome. Send them 5,000 and see what they do. Or you could secure the border. I'm just saying, or you could just secure the border. Send them to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. 25,000 migrants, Martha's Vineyard, tomorrow. I hate, use, I hate using human life as a political tool. However, this is the only option they have left us secure our borders keep us safe or we will make sure you feel unsafe i i 100 support it every little theme park that you used to go to our, your your parents hometown every every family member of these people that are voting for open borders i want their town full of them and then when their Aunt Joe gets robbed or their little nephew Timmy gets stabbed by some bad fentanyl from, a, from someone who came over the border and overdoses and dies, I want them to get phone calls. The problem is 
these politicians don't live where their policies affect. They live in, they live in gated communities in tiny little sectioned off areas of their districts, and they never have to live with the decisions that they make. So you put their, you put these, you send these migrants to every city where their families are, where they are, where they like to vacation, where they drive, where they eat lunch, where they have their snacks, the, 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 where they go to buy their children for sex everywhere. Or they could just protect the border. They could just protect the border. They could just protect the border. They could just put up a wall. All this could stop. Oh, you really like going up to see the leaves turn in Vermont? Cool. Now you can watch it with 100,000 illegal aliens living in tents. You know that park? You know that park you loved where you met your wife and you the first time you got some under the shirt, over the bra action and you want to go back there and relive that moment? Awesome. You're going to go there and there's going to be 2,000 tents. There's not going to be a spot of grass. There's going to be garbage everywhere. There's going to be burn barrels full of burning trash. There's going to be thousands of tents of illegal immigrants. That's, that's the option that they've left us. That's the option. Anyway, YouTube files. By the way, the locals chat is open. If you want to join the uh, locals chat. There's a link to it. Hope you're doing a uh, Hey, I would rather just protect the border. Let me be very clear. I think that they, I think that even though our government is full of complete morons, I think they could figure out a wall. I think, I think that they could figure out putting up a wall. I don't know. Maybe maybe they can't. Borderbrandborders.com available now. Big beautiful walls. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, I'm really glad you're here. Really, really glad you're here. Uh if you're if you're just tuning in for the first time ever, I'm live every day at one Eastern for about 90 minutes to two hours. Uh, if you're enjoying it, please click the yellow or the orange follow button down below the video, or if you're watching on the app or whatever the case is, I hope that you'll tune in every day. Also, we do some exclusive locals only content today. I believe we're going to do a locals chat for new members. So if you're in the position to, 
please help support my team, which is not just me. It's me and two video editors and a graphic designer. You can support us by clicking this join button. It's $5 a month. You get access to members only content. You get direct access to me. And it goes miles and miles and miles to supporting our fight, our company, really. So I'm hoping you'll be inspired to do that today. The YouTube files. Part one, the Biden White House pressured YouTube to censor Americans. Nicoletta, I appreciate you. Internal documents from Google, YouTube's parent company, obtained by a judiciary GOP and at weaponization, show the Biden White House American, wanted Americans censored. Of course. Nobody's surprised by this. Almost one year ago today, Matt Taibbi published the first edition of the Twitter files, followed by other journalists, including Michael Schellenberger, Barry Weiss, Lee Fang, and Alex Berenson. After issuing subpoenas to big tech because of these Twitter files, Judiciary GOP released the Facebook files this summer, revealing that the Biden White House wanted true information censored and Facebook changed its policies because of pressure from the Biden administration. By the way, I'd be willing to bet you that the Bush and, and Obama administration did similar things. Facebook removed content related to COVID-19 in response to pressure from the Biden administration, including posts claiming the virus was man-made, and according to internal company communications viewed by the Wall Street Journal. Well, they were also they were also talking about they were also uh, censoring people from for simply saying the virus came from Wuhan, China, which we now know it did, which I suspect our government always knew. Always knew. But they were happy to ruin people's careers, ban them from the internet. All that kind of stuff. By the way, if you're watching the video, leave a like on it. Only 360 likes on 3,590 people here. <laughs> now here's a first edition, first edition of the YouTube files. We knew the Biden White House was pushing Facebook and Twitter to censor more. Now we know the White House was repeatedly pressuring Google to censor content on YouTube. Now, this is something that, well, we all knew, right? Because we're all good-looking, smart, incredibly good-smelling people. On April 12th, shout out my birthday, Rob Flaherty, Biden's director of digital strategy, emailed Google, Wanting to know how Google could be better, could better crack down on vaccine misinformation. And again, this is not misinformation. This is misinformation. They're two different things, right? They're two different things. Misinformation is a real thing. 
It's like when they said mass, when you get, it's like when they said getting the vaccine would prevent you from spreading COVID-19. That was misinformation spread by Joe Biden. It was like when they told you wearing masks did anything. That was misinformation. But the misinformation is any information that they don't like, like saying the virus came from Wuhan, China, or saying that there are actual vaccine side effects that people need to be worried about. This is the quote-unquote misinformation that they were banning people for. It's very similar to the terminology hate speech, which is a fake thing made up to censor and suppress free speech. Hate speech is not a real thing. It's just a new catch-all buzzword to justify banning and silencing people. If you hear somebody unironically use hate speech, as a terminology, as a term, you should immediately laugh in their face and call them retarded. Yes, go full R word. Okay. Laugh in their face. On April 12th, Rob 30, Biden's director of digital strategy, emailed Google wanting to know how Google could, quote, be better. Crackdown could be better. Crackdown on, quote, vaccine misinformation. And discuss, quote, ways the White House and our COVID experts. Yeah, remember all those COVID experts? Remember all those COVID experts that the White House had? Remember, remember the one they had, that Dr. Fauci guy that let sand flies eat the face off poor bugles? Bugles. Beagles. Dogs. You know that guy? You know what that guy did to the AIDS epidemic? That guy? The guy who had a picture of himself in his office? That guy? Privately, Google understood what this request meant as internal documents obtained by the judiciary GOP reveal. Rob's questions were very YouTube focused and he dug in on our decision make for making quote borderline content, which YouTube says is content that it doesn't, that doesn't violate community guidelines. So trans translating that is the white house said, Hey, there's content that doesn't actually violate terms and terms of condition, terms and conditions, but we're going to need you to ban that anyway. That is what the United States government told a private corporation. And if you want to know, my friends, ooh, if you just want to know why this relationship exists, I will tell you why this relationship exists. It is because Section 230 continues to be ignored by our government. Why? Because it benefits them to lord over big tech companies like Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to control them. Let me explain. Section 230 provides social media platforms like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Legal immunity from anything that, you know, somebody publishes on their platform because they are a platform. 
In the same way that if a murder happens in a public park, it's not the park's fault. Right? If you are a publisher, meaning you are exercising editorial decision-making on content or publishing your own content, Section 230 does not protect you. When Twitter violated Americans' First Amendment rights by silencing speech um, at the FBI's request, the First Amendment rights of those United States citizens were violated. When Twitter made algorithmic changes to suppress particular content, in particular, in particular, at the request of the government, it was acting as a publisher. When YouTube bans certain videos that do not violate community guidelines, but simply were requested to be banned by the government, they are violating Section 230 because they are forfeiting their protection because they are acting like a publisher. If you are a platform, people post content, you don't have any say over it. That's the reason they get immunity. When you are a publisher, you are exercising editorial control over the content that appears on your website and therefore do not receive protections from Section 230. So... The reason the government does not remind these companies that they do not have Section 230 protection is because they do what the government asks them to do. Does it make sense? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all extended arms of not only the Democratic Party, but also Republican Party. These companies to do exactly what the Democrats and Republicans ask them to do. And in exchange, they don't remind them that they are in fact acting as publishers and should be open to massive lawsuits from those in which they have harmed. A week later, on April 21st, 2021, one of Google government affairs team members who had been on recent calls with the Biden White House, specifically Rob Flaherty, explained plainly what Flaherty wanted. Quote, really, he's interested in what we're seeing that is not being taken down. YouTube's government affairs teams then emailed YouTube product team warning the Biden uh, the Biden White House is very interested in the work on our borderline content. And the product team should brief the White House to, quote, prevent anything from potentially spiraling out of control. Meaning, ah, it just doesn't, we just don't have a legal reason to take it down. But could you just take it down for old Papa Joe? Look at how old and frail he is. Couldn't you just take this content down? I know it doesn't violate terms and conditions. I know. But look at Joe. Look at Papa Joe. You don't want him to look bad, do you? Another week later, YouTube's government affairs team emailed YouTube product team to update them on the situation. 
The Google and YouTube government affairs team were having conversations with the White House staff on YouTube policies. Both Google and YouTube government affairs teams wanted the YouTube product team to meet with White House staff who were, quote, familiar with many of YouTube's policies and efforts removing content because the White House staff continued to have questions on the raise slash reduce efforts. Not just banning videos, but shadow banning and, and things of that nature. The company need the, needed this meeting ASAP because one, there was significant attention coming from the White House staff on this issue. And two, Google was seeking to work closely with the Biden administration on multiple policy fronts and needed to appease them. But here's where some remedies are coming forward. Out of compliance asked, does any of this matter if a representative do nothing to be punitive about these legal activities? No, but let me continue. Senator Ron Paul and Republicans in the House introduced legislation that would provide victims of government censorship with a remedy. The ability to now sue the government uh, responsible for causing your constitutionally protected rights to be removed. That is change. This was back in July. So anybody who is in those Twitter files, you know, anybody who is in those, uh, you know, uh, any of this stuff, you can now file a lawsuit. Uh, also, ugh, weird, like burp. Judiciary GOP weaponization will continue this critical investigative work to further inform legislative solutions to the vast government censorship enterprise. Chris, tune in today for the hearings which are going on. We had some opening statements. Here's Michael Schellenberger today. Nine months ago, I testified and provided evidence to the subcommittee about the existence of a censorship industrial complex, a network of government agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, government contractors and big oh, Rand Paul, not Ron Paul. Yeah, sorry. conspired to censor ordinary Americans and elected officials alike for holding disfavored views. I regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope, power, and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex oh, this chick's got some mad RBF. we had realized back in March. Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal She looks like she's holding in a fart. The cyber threat intelligence... Or she's got a pee or something. U.S. and U.K. military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Many insist that all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take down content that violated the terms of service. Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, and other big tech companies are privately owned, people point out, and free to censor content. And government officials are free to point out wrong information, they argue. But the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging freedom of speech the Supreme Court has ruled that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons 
to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish. I can't. The clip's all the way maxed out. Of evidence proving that the government. I know it's kind of quiet. That's maxed. What's more, the whistleblower who delivered the CTIL files to us says that its leader, a quote-unquote former British intelligence analyst, was quote-unquote in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter-disinformation project to quote, stop a repeat of 2016. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency, CISA, has been at the center, been the center of gravity for much of the century. Just have volumes max, the bro. The National Science Foundation financing the development of censorship and disinformation that, tools that help? and other federal government agencies playing a supportive role. Emails from CISA's NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership, EIP, in 2020, which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory and other U.S. government contractors. EIP and its successor, the Virality Project, urged Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts by ordinary citizens and elected officials alike. EIP reported that they had a 75% response rate from the platforms and that 35% of the URLs that they reported were either removed, labeled, um, or throttled, or soft-blocked. In 2020, the Department of Homeland Security, CISA, violated the First Amendment and interfered in the election, while in 2021, CISA and the White House violated the First Amendment and undermined America's response to the COVID pandemic by demanding that Facebook and Twitter censor content that Facebook said that Facebook itself said was quote unquote often true, including about vaccine side effects. All of this is profoundly un-American. No worries, Anton. One's commitment to free speech means nothing if it does not extend to your political enemies. Good line. Right. In his essential new book, Liar in a Crowded Theater, Jeff Kosef, a law professor at the United States Naval Academy, shows that the widespread view that the government can censor false speech and or speech that quote unquote causes harm is mostly wrong. The Supreme Court has allowed very few constraints on speech. For example, the test of incitement to violence remains its immediacy. I encourage Congress to defund and dismantle the government organizations involved in censorship. That includes phasing out all funding for the National Science Foundation's Track F, Trust and Authenticity and Communication Systems, and its Secure and Trustworthy Cyberspace Track. I would also encourage Congress to abolish CISA in DHS. Short of taking those steps, I would encourage significant guardrails and oversight to prevent such censorship from happening again. In particular, it's very easy to see the line in CISA. They say they're covering physical security, cybersecurity, but they added a third one, cognitive security, <laughs> which is basically attempting to control the information environment and how people think about the world, including the stories that they tell. Finally, I would encourage Congress to consider making Section 230 liability protections contingent upon social media platforms known in the law as interactive computer services, to allow adult users to moderate our own legal content yes, through filters please. that we choose and whose algorithms are transparent to all of us. I would encourage Congress to prohibit government officials from asking the platforms to remove content, which the Supreme Court may or may not rule on constitutional next year when it decides on the Missouri v. Biden case. Should the court somehow decide that the government requests for censorship are constitutional, then I would urge Congress to require such requests be reported publicly instantaneously so that such censorship demands occur in plain sight. Thank you very much for hearing my testimony. I mean, great. 
Absolutely great. Yeah, and, and, and there's another clip too. Uh, I wanted to get from the oversight committee. I think it was Matt Taibbi. Hold, please. Maybe not. I thought I had another clip. Maybe not. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. So, yeah, the, the oversight, you know, this, this, you know, committee is meeting right now. Um, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think that, uh, oh, new iOS rebel app rolling out with UI updates, various other improvements and bug fixes. Most notably is the exposure of the notification belt, new menu and more optimized real estate. Nice. Shout out Rumble's app update. And don't click the porn tab. The, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. We saw this yesterday too, which I thought was a really interesting clip. Now I think probably most of you have seen this. But what I do think is, is funny about this is just how flabbergasted this corporate media stooge uh, is when Elon Musk says, you know, go fuck yourself. Of, of X, if, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view. He starts to smile there because he's saying, um, he's saying that he knows that he's like, well, yeah, but you have to let advertisers control it. You, you have to let advertisers control. What do you mean? What do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but obviously well, you know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Yeah, they don't like that. They don't like that. They don't like that. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. He's specifically telling Bob Iger to go fuck himself there too, by the way. That's who he's talking about when he says Bob. Like, he's talking about, but you know, later, what, what's, what's a little more troubling is he then 
he he then basically admits it will kill the company, which I don't think it will, which I'll get to my opinions on it. But well, this next exchange is like, again, this corporate stooge, like you can see, watch his brain in like real time. Like, ah, ah, oh, but the advertisers, oh, the advertisers, we got to do what the advertisers say. No, you don't. There'll be a point one day, you know, I keep reminding people, right? Every day I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I see this little join button right here. It's soon going to, it's soon going to say, um, the basement, I think. Every day, if I can get five of you to click this join button, right? Just five of you. Click the join button and then support me on locals. It's five bucks a month. If every day I could just get five of you to do it, in two years, I wouldn't need to run ads, right? If every day I could get 10 of you to do it, in one year, I wouldn't need to run ads. Elon knows this. By the way, join today. Elon knows this. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, well, if if we all you know believe that. that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, G what do you do? F-Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too. <laughs> no, there isn't. So here's the thing. All these people. Now, now the money that Apple and Disney pulled are, are super real. Like, su it, it was like, I think Apple was like 100 million or something like that. It was, it was, it was a lot of money. Disney, a lot of money, right? Yeah, what do you mean? I mean, go fuck yourself. Yeah, but what does that mean? It means go fuck yourself. He, Elon knows that he has to get, he has to convert if Twitch is to, or Twitter is to truly be a free speech type platform, he's going to have to reduce his reliance significantly on advertising dollars, right? Has to do it. Now, I think that Elon is, of course, being extremely reckless. And he probably, I would have probably liked to see, you know, give it six months or a year, get more people, you know, put out that press release that like, hey, um, you know, X has 10 million paying users paying $8 million a month, so we don't even need advertisers anymore, that kind of thing, right? But what he says next is, uh, is the thing is, people think like Elon will be broke if, if Twitter goes away or something like that. They have no idea how much money he makes with Tesla, no idea how much money he's making with SpaceX and how much he's going to make with Starlink, Neuralink, Grok, all this stuff. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> right? Yes. No, no. I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. 
And do you think that the company... I, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. So what he's saying is, like, I'll take you all down with me. I'll take you all is what that's what he's saying. It won't kill it won't kill the app. He just needs to roll out enough features that people will be willing to pay eight dollars for and it'll be okay. You know. It will also help his lawsuit. That's a great point, indoctrination. That's a great point. EV is unsustainable. People have been saying that for 10 years now, and yet it continues to grow. Is this another 69D chess move? No, I don't know. I mean, Elon's just smarter than any one of us. I, I don't know that, like, I don't, I think he makes mistakes just like anyone else. It was like when Trump, when Trump would do something idiotic, like the people that were like hardcore Trumpers would constantly say, oh, it's 40 chess, it's 40 chess, it's 40 chess. When Tim Pool tweets something stupid, his fans are always like, oh, he was just joking. He was just joking. He was just joking. He didn't mean that. A lot of people, you know, they get to that point where uh, you don't really know, but, you know, people, people make mistakes. I think that Elon is being extraordinarily, uh, like, bullheaded about this. But he's also making the correct play. If that makes sense, right? Like he has to make X independent of advertiser control for it to truly be free speech. But he didn't need to accelerate that timeline. You know what I mean? Like he didn't need to accelerate that. He, he didn't need to accelerate that timeline. Uh, King of Biltong says, good afternoon from Anton's Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong using code THEQ, one word, on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Try it for high-protein snack food. Have a great day, everyone. Yep, I had some just the other day. I have some more on the way now. Like, X is not going... What X... The, the X... The X value is in the users. It's not in the advertisers. You get you get what I'm saying? He has to say that boycotting advertisers will destroy his company for his lawsuit against Media Matters. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's true because that is the case he's making. But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah. They're going to say. Tell it to, tell it to Earth. But they're going to say that they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Right. Let's that's see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. So, I mean, OK, he's 100 percent right. He's 100 percent right. What this stooge is trying to say, um, what this stooge is trying to say is that like 
Yeah, but people are going to blame you. And Elon's right. Elon's 100% right. People are not going to blame Elon. They're going to blame Disney and Apple. Uh, China says, so why does this, the Elon bother going to Israel to appease the advertisers uh, of the, and the next day to tell them to pound sand? Um, I don't know, but he's wearing the dog tag of some Israeli uh, soldier whose family's missing. I know that. Most people don't use or care about Twitter. Mm. Um, I disagree with that. I, I agree that Earth isn't going to care. Um, but there's hundreds of millions of people that use Twitter. 368 million. Something like that. And he's going to make sure that... I mean, Elon Musk himself has how many followers? How many does he have? 165 million. Okay. He has 165 million people that follow him. What's going to happen when he says cancel Disney Plus? What's, what's going to happen when he says... What's going to happen when he says... Buy my Tesla phone. Get off the get off the censorship bandwagon of Google and Apple. Get rid of your Apple phone. Think about how many people people underestimate it. He would have twenty million people almost immediately sign up for a Tesla phone. I guarantee it. So when he when he says the world will know, I'm not saying he would give that, you know, I'm not saying he would give, he, I'm not saying he would tell people to, to quit, to leave Disney Plus, but I'm saying that he has the power to counter punch. I guarantee you I would move to a Tesla phone immediately. Now, of course, I'm a Starlink user and a multi-Tesla owner, <laughs> so I am a bit of a uh, not, you know, I am a bit of a fanboy, right? But I think that I would, I would definitely get off the Google Play Store, and then think about what that happens. Oh, you know, look at what it does to Rumble if he does that, right? You know, if he if he he can support Rumble by saying, oh, um, you know. Google, like what they did to Parler, you know, they, they removed um, Parler from the Google Play Store and the Apple iTunes Store. Well, Tesla won't have, Tesla won't do that. The Tesla phone won't do that. So everyone that is like, you know, pro free speech and doesn't want that, they'll make the switch and their phone will be just as good. All these phones, all these phones that they trick Americans into buying new ones every year, they're all vastly more than any one of us ever needed. He'll use the Starlink network to run the cell network. I mean, you guys don't see, I mean, people don't see that coming. Yeah, Parler was also hosted on Amazon, which pulled the plug. Hey, so is X, actually. Actually, What X should do is part, partner with Rumble. I don't know if it's possible, but partner with Rumble and their um, cloud service. You know? 
if he if he would partner with their with their cloud service uh then they'd be more they'd be stronger i'm pretty sure twitter's hosted on amazon maybe chat you could correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it is people laugh people laugh about the the tesla phone i'm telling it'll be an x phone it won't be tesla everything will be under x i promise you it'll be a thing and and it'll be wildly successful wildly like it won't it won't even be close partner with partner with uh partner with uh rumble the rumble cloud damn it tim scooped me on my youtube story <laughs> i'm telling you that's that's his end game Yeah, it'll come with X as a default app and it'll come it will be the default search engine and a default Rumble Call can't handle X yet. Probably not. I had the I had my um YouTube files ready to go for my one o'clock video and I know it's gonna flop now because Tim covered it an hour ago. I fucking hate that. I knew I should have published it earlier. I never see Tim on YouTube only on Rumble. He's never on Rumble. Did I talk about Kissinger dying? Um, I didn't because I don't really, I don't really know anything about him. I got to be honest with you. I didn't really like, um, I didn't really like, I didn't, I didn't really like, um, how do I say? Like, I didn't really like kind of under start paying attention to kind of political stuff till 2016. Uh, from what I know of the Kissinger guy, he was like a warmonger piece of shit. Is that, is that, is that sum it up? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll publish it, but I need help like sharing it out there. Yeah. Demonic. Okay. Yeah. One of those guys. Speaker, uh, speaking of free speech, I keep seeing your Orange Troyer thing. Um, I definitely didn't forget about it. I, uh, I, I, um, I definitely didn't forget about it. And I also covered, I was one of the only people to actually cover him going to jail. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's interesting. You know, first cyber truck deliveries in two hours. That'll be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if they have the 500 mile range. That's That's a big question right now. The one I saw only had a 300 mile range. Imagine, uh, imagine coming, imagine coming into my rumble chat and trying to be a troll 
You are in the you are in the the wolf's den, little buddy. I don't think you're gonna get many uh, supporters. Biden gets trebucheted. Yeah, Tim uses Rumble service for his website and parallel economy for his payments. Um, he's trying ammo. Those still think he's pulling people from YouTube and his dailies are on Rumble. Yeah, I I think Tim does enough. You know, I would I would love if he would simulcast. Or in fact, I would love if he just streamed Timcast IRL exclusively on Rumble. Uh, I don't know, um, you know, I don't know what that deal is. I, I assume that they they probably had some sort of conversations about it. I don't know. I don't know that answer to be honest with you. But he does. He you know he embraces all tech a little bit. Uh, Sith says, I usually only drop 250 on a phone every four years or so, but I'll pre-order a, a launch Tesla phone. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like lots of people would. Millions of people would. I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't move over to Rumble because he, he knows all the super chats. He, it would, people don't super chat as anywhere near as much on Rumble as they do on YouTube. That's just a fact. The argument that not having the same reach as YouTube is is dumb. He's wrong about that. I mean, Crowder had 200,000 people watching him live. Dan Bongino regularly has over 100,000 people. I mean, Tim does not have Tim averages 30 to 40,000. And I guarantee you almost all of them would move over to Rumble. Now, obviously I'm biased. <laughs> I'm biased because uh, it would be great for me. So I'm not going to pretend that that doesn't color my opinion. Hey, wait, Chad has been telling you all to move to 2020 since rumble and you just now getting here player. I've been on, I was one of the earliest adopters of rumble. Like the day they went live, I had a page on here, bro. What are you talking about? I have 883,000 followers on here, and I've been live on Rumble for like, can I sort? Probably not. Damn it, Rumble. I've been uploading my videos to Rumble for years. Live streams, I've been live streaming. Uh, I've been live streaming on Rumble for long before I even had a deal with them. I would dual stream. So I don't know. Maybe you're not talking about me. It's possible. Pretty sure the only way, uh, pretty sure the only reason I got to deal with Rumble is because I was already committed to it. I don't get Bongino. He is at I, I, I mean, he, he seems to do very well. Wendy Bell Radio has been knocking on. 10k viewer average all week this week. That's awesome. I think that, you know, we're growing. I think that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I you know, the fact that we're still averaging 3500 to 4000 people every day, I think is really good. Um I'd like to see another big jump to like 6 or 7000, but that's not going to happen. You know, it needs to grow. Rumble needs to grow and 
there needs to be more appetite for like, you know, normie content. That's how I, that's how I kind of grew my name. If I, if I had built the quartering on like hard political takes, you know, we'd have 25,000 people in here. So it's just going to take a while, you know? Uh, my problem with Rumble is a lack of playlists. They have playlists, bro. They just rolled them out last week. I'm pretty sure they rolled it out like last week. I want, yes, Kate fails. I want more normies too. I always try to get like, you know, try to get people who, uh, I try to get people who, um, you know, enjoy, who, who create like regular content, normie content. I, I try to bully, like I bully them to, to come on the platform, you know? Yeah, I guess we're going to publish the YouTube video that Timmy scooped me on. I, by the way, I also published all my videos early on, uh, I published all my videos early on rumble. So like all my videos that I publish on YouTube, I'm, I'm trying to give rumble my rumble viewers more reasons to watch me on rumble. You know, fishing and hunting stuff is nice. There are a few survivalist channels here. Yeah. Rumble is pretty good content for dog people. Maybe Jeremy could boost clicks by doing his podcast naked. I'm not sure that would have the desired effect. Hmm. Yeah, more music on it. Yeah, it needs more like it needs more like normie content, a hundred percent. I've heard you can use Roku for Rumble on TV. I think you can, right? Do you still stream on YouTube? Nope. Sometimes when I have like a YouTuber, I'll I'll join stream, like, but really people don't. People don't really, uh, like people don't really, how do I say? People don't watch my YouTube live streams because they know this is where I live stream now. Yeah, I think Rumble gets a lot bigger when, uh, I don't know what doesn't have, I know what, I, I, they're not on um, Xbox or PlayStation, are they? So I know a lot of people like to watch stuff on, um, I know people like to watch stuff on their game, pl their game, uh, platforms or their, their game consoles. I think that would help. I think, um, you know, their, their TV app needs work. I know, I, I know it rolled out to some Samsung TVs and stuff like that, but you know, this setting a fire stick, all this shit, like they got to get their app on all of that. And then, you know, they got to encourage more people to rumble rant. Uh, I think that's a good way for them to make money. I know like they're getting more advertisers. I think I got an email from like DraftKings who want, who wants to like advertise on my show. I'm like, Ooh, sports. I mean, <laughs> okie dokie. We can do sports if you like. Yeah, they're, they're working on it. 
I shouldn't have to buy another piece of equipment. To I mean, I have the Rumble app on my TV. When can we get a Cybertruck for the giveaway? I mean, that's not happening. I'm not the I'm not the uh, the conservative twins. They they're giving away like a Ford Raptor or something like that. Those guys just make some serious money. So we talked about this. Okay, let's talk about New York Times deleted it. A lot of these people are the people that pulled advertising. Apple, Comcast, Disney, Warner Brothers, Washington Post, Discovery, IBM, NBC, Universal, Paramount, Pix, and Lionsgate. They're about to feel some wrath. I think mostly it's gonna it, it's gonna come after Disney Plus. I think that's gonna be the that's gonna be the primary. How about a Cybertruck RC truck? Um, I feel like that might already exist. That might already exist. I'm not sure. I mean, the launch, the launch, uh, the launch thing is in 30 minutes, so we'll find out. Usually, like. Uh, Usually they'll have some little toys with it. I mean, it won't be like a hobby grade RC, but give a Cybertruck, it'll be a tax write-off. Actually, given the weight of the Cybertruck, it will qualify. I don't know if chat knows this for what it's. There's some statute that says if a business can buy, if a business buys a vehicle, and if it weighs like over five thousand pounds or fifty-five hundred pounds, it can qualify as a work truck or something like that. But it's like different. You can still have a work vehicle, but for some reason it's different if they weigh enough. Um, something like that. I'm not sure. But I know it's heavy. Can the Cybertruck tow? I mean, yes, it can tow more than any truck on the planet. Um, but it's not going to be, you know, your battery's going to, you know, your battery's, it's not made to tow. Just put it that way, you know. But 99% of people that are worried about a Cybertruck towing have never towed a thing in their entire life. Where I live, most guys who drive pickup trucks uh, <laughs> have never put anything in the back of them. I'm one of those people. The 5,500 pounds write-off is, is only write-off for businesses. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that. But there's something about that weight, right? Yeah, tonight's debate, I have no interest in it whatsoever at all. Um, the the idea that like who like who cares what either one of these people like who's this even for? Speaking as a trucker, range is everything for a truck. Well, yeah, if you're OTR driver or something like that, or you know, obviously, but um Yeah, I've always had trucks. I've had trucks my whole life. Most of it is because I fit in them better. I don't know. It's a debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. Like, uh, it doesn't. Come on, Jeremy. It's free money. That's right. That's right. It is free money. 
Yeah, I have a friend who was a realtor with a write-off SUV. So there's something about the weight limit that you need to write it off. But then I don't know, because I see businesses that have like, they put like the graphics on the side and they um, they they write those off. So I don't know why the weight thing is different. I don't write I don't write any vehicles off for per business. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Um it also then becomes an asset of the company. Oh, it's a different tax code. Okay. Um well, I I don't know. Like I just hate Gavin Newsom so much. I don't, I actually don't like platforming him. Uh, I don't like, I don't like Ron DeSantis debating him because all you're doing is putting up Gavin Newsom on the national stage, you know? Dude, I saw they were pushing Nikki and like, I don't understand that at all. Trump doesn't like Nikki. They were like endorsing her for VP. And I'm like, what? Trump would never take it. Trump will pick some terrible VP because that's what he does. But he's not, he's not picking Nikki Haley. No, I mean, Nikki Haley's interest is like, yeah, Fox is pushing Nikki too. Ah, it's so weird. She's such a crotch. Noam Bobert. I mean, I'd buy that OnlyFans account. I don't know if I'd vote for it. I gotta I gotta admit, I hate Nikki enough that like if Trump picked her as a VP, I would be so repulsed by that I might be inclined not to vote for him. Like I and I have a feeling there's people that feel the same way. Like if he put her as VP, I would I I'm pretty sure I would rescind my. I would strongly consider just abstaining from voting for him. Then she's that bad. Uh, DeSantis as a VP would not be a good pick. I don't think. I think there's too much like. I mean, maybe strategically there's DeSantis base that might not vote for Trump. I think Trump, I think Trump knows his base does not like her. See this Colin Rugg, ex-users are canceling their Disney plus subscriptions after Elon Musk told Disney CEO Bob Iger to go fuck yourself for blackmailing X. Good. Stop giving money to people who hate you and free speech. Ex-users are fighting back and rallying behind Elon after he blasted advertisers for trying to blackmail him with money. Cancel Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. I mean, the thing is, people can live with this, live without this stuff. Rand Paul are bringing the libertarian vote. Uh, yeah, I don't know what Rand Paul and Trump's relationship is. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I, I don't know. Uh, Vivek does not make sense as a VP either. Um, he just he's just mini Trump. He wouldn't bring in any extra votes. You bring in like some JD Vance guy or or something like that from the Midwest. Um, 
MTG does not. Marjorie Taylor Greene does not bring in extra votes. Vivek would bring in the Libertarian vote. I disagree. I I, I don't know. Like I guess a, Vivek is like um a Rand already advises Trump. Okay, so maybe Rand Paul. That would be not bad. I'm not sure. You know, two white guys running in 2024. I'm not sure that's a winning formula. <laughs> I feel I have a feeling he'll pick a woman as a VP or um what's the the black guy um what is his name Ben is Ben Collins no what is his name He really fl he was okay at points in the debate and then he got into the whole Ukraine is great thing um Ben Carson I think That's what I saw floating around too Yeah yeah, Ben Carson. Yeah. Trump's going to pick someone that is not running in the primary for president. Yeah, that's probably. Carson's a black dude. That helps from a marketability standpoint. Um, two white guys should be the angle. Yeah. <laughs> 2024, a return. It's white is all right. Vote Trump, white guy. Oh, not Ben Carson. It's Tim. Tim I don't know. I, I thought I read something about it. 94-year-old army vet kicked out a New York City nursing home to make room for migrants. Sweet. Korean war vet. Kick him out. Love it. Love it. Keep making those headlines. Oh, and guess what? Not Ben Carson. Yeah, I think it's Tim Scott. Yeah. T Trump, Trump, uh, DeSantis 2024. It's okay to be white. Mystery wave of pneumonia hits America. Ohio County rec records 142 children cases of white lung syndrome, which they say meet the definition of an outbreak as China and Europe grapple with the crisis. Here we go. Here we go. Mycoplasma pneumoniae, a bacterial lung infection for which some antibiotics are useless. And the average age of patients are eight. It targets kids. And it came from China. What a coincidence. It came from China. Who could have foreseen this? Another mystery disease just in time for election season.
Uh, I think it's bacterial infection. Hold on. It said here. Yeah, it's a bacterial lung infection. Isn't calling it white lung syndrome doing a racism? I think it is. Just before Christmas, everybody stay home. Everybody stay home. You don't want to get the white lung. Here's a funny story for you. You know, uh, you know, Netflix. It's full of weirdos. Okay. A lot of employees there are uh, very odd. And uh, one of their directors recently pocketed 40, I believe $42 million of their money and spend it on his own crap? I, I, I many, many millions. And among the things he used Netflix's money for was purchasing $4 million in Dogecoin. And he made a bunch of money from it. <laughs> I, I don't even know what this world okay director allegedly pockets netflix money spends it on cars designer clothing and dogecoin the director carl eric rinch never provided a single episode and reportedly mistreated cast and crew back in 2018 netflix invested millions of dollars in a sci-fi project called conquest only to never receive a single episode of the project. Instead, co-creator and director Carl Eric Rinch allegedly mistreated the cast and crew, spent millions on cryptocurrency, luxury cars, and designer clothes. Sounds like a write-off to me. Before Conquest, Rinch had directed only one film, 47 Ronin, a critical and commercial failure. Was that that weird movie with... Tom Cruise or something like that, where he was like a samurai. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. A critical commercial failure. He was a protege of Ridley Scott and worked as part of Scott's production company on commercials. He and his wife, don't really care, began work on the sci-fi project on the side. The show concerned a genius who creates human-like species called the organic intelligent. Rinch filmed a brief proof of concept episode which drew the attention of multiple streaming giants, Netflix won the contract by promising millions more than its competitors and granting final cut privileges to Rinch. A report in the New York Times, based on interviews with the show's cast and crew, texts and emails, as well as court filings in divorce from his wife, huh, that's how he got caught, his wife, alleges that his behavior became strange soon after signing the contract. The series began filming in Sao Paulo with... Following filming in Uruguay and Hungary, the film union in Brazil complained that he mistreated the crew with shouts and cursing in Budapest. He allegedly went full days without sleeping and accused his wife of trying to end him, according to the divorce filing. Rich had thrown things at his wife and punched holes in the walls even before filming began. In March 2020, he requested that Netflix send him more money. 
Though he had missed several production milestones, Netflix still sent him $11 million. Rinch then transferred $10.5 million of that sum to his personal brokerage account. According to bank and brokerage statements included in the divorce case, he gambled it unsuccessfully on the stock market, but won big investing in Dogecoin. He then bought five Rolls Royces, a Ferrari, and plenty of designer clothing and furniture. Did he not think... Did he not think that, like... Did he not think that... Netflix was going to be like, wait a minute. What about that $11 million? And also, why isn't Netflix like monitoring the spending? Why are they just sending him a blank check for $11 million? After Netflix ceased funding the project, Rich eventually started an arbitration battle, claiming that Netflix breached the contract and owed him another $14 million. Netflix denies owing him any money. He refused to answer the Times question, stating on Instagram posts that he did not believe the article would be accurate. A spokesperson for Netflix said to the Times that after a lot of time and effort, it became very clear that Mr. Rinch was never going to complete the project he agreed to make. So we wrote the project off. It was a write-off. The case went before arbitration this month and ruling is expected soon. Well, I mean, I support stealing Netflix's money 100%. Director spends $4 million of Netflix budget on Dogecoin. In an astonishing turn of events, Carl Eric Ringe, director of Netflix's unreleased show Conquest, took a massive risk by investing $4 million into the show's budget into one of the best altcoins today, Dogecoin. The gamble paid off hugely turning that investment into a $27 million profit. Initially, Conquest had a budget of $55 million, but Rinch used a portion for stock market bets, which did not go well. Then he shifted the remaining $4 million to Dogecoin, striking gold in May of 2021. So he was able to cover his losses. He actually was able, he gambled with Netflix's $4 million, $127 million, and certainly has enough to pay back the $11 million that he owes them. However, this led to controversy. Rinch spent lavishly on luxury items and is now as a legal tussle with Netflix. He's demanding an additional $14 million claim uh, Netflix is disputing. So he... He steals $4 million from Netflix, makes, what I say, $27 million? I guess, like, based? Like, I don't even undersee, you see the strange $55 million saga of a Netflix show you'll never see. Netflix gave an unproven director $55 million for a sci-fi series he blew it on Rolls Royces, crypto, and dodgy stock bets. By the way, never filmed a single episode. Now, Netflix washed his hands of the deal and came up for air, missing some $55 million from its accounts. At least $9 million of that $55 million had gone to the director's lavish tastes. 
He bought himself five Rolls Royce, a Ferrari, a $400,000 watch, and millions of furniture in furniture. Why would you buy five Rolls Royces? Aren't they all the same? Aren't they all the... I, are there different Rolls Royce models? I, this, this is like a rich person question. Well, you see here, Netflix essentially took out a $62 million television contract uh, to, to the shed and ended it according to an ongoing arbitration case against the director. Netflix watched Hensdale and came up for air missing some $55 million from its account. So he stole $55 million. They must have been able to keep $7 million. I mean, what in a wild case. His only previous film credit was the Keanu Reeves 47 Ronin, which had a $225 million budget and made just 150 at the box office. He also grew concerned that he had been abusing ADHD, uh, which is an amphetamine, blah, 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 mania, delirium, psychosis. Rich told Netflix that he had spent the $44.3 million that they'd approved up to that point, needed another $11 million. So that's where we get the $55 million. When Netflix acquiesced and wired the money, he sent mostly directly to his personal Carl Schwab account. How? Why would he even have access to that money? That's like, it seems so stupid that you would let this dude have this level of access to, to that kind of money. Right? Like, why, are, why is he managing that directly? Why aren't you sending ex expense reports to Netflix and then they're paying the bills? That, that would seem how it would work, right? Between his Dogecoin binge and Netflix pulling the plug on his show, he was allegedly holed up in his apartment, slowly losing his mind. I mean, I just love it. He liquidated his Dogecoin to the tune of $27 million. Thank you and God bless crypto, Mitch, Mr. Rinch wrote, and the Kraken Crypto Exchange representative who helped him with the transaction. When asked during a legal deposition about the cars, clothes, watches, and furniture, he claimed that they were props purchased for the set of Conquest, and then he had paid for them directly with the production money from Netflix. He changed his tune in a later arbitration case with Netflix, where he claimed that not only was the money contractually his to do with whatever he pleased, but Netflix owed him an additional $14 million. Love it. Love every, love, love every part about this. It's going to be a feel-good way to end the day. Absolutely, absolutely love that this it couldn't happen to a better company. Really. By the way, if you're watching, huge shout-out to everyone who's here. 4,200 beautiful people. If it's your first time here and you're enjoying the show, please do consider uh, giving it a follow. I'm live every day at 1 o'clock Eastern to 3 o'clock-ish Eastern. Um, and uh, if you want to support the show and join our, our locals, we do members-only content there. You can contact me directly. It helps support the team. It goes miles and miles and miles. Uh, I only ever ask that you that you give me a follow, but if you're in a position to, please do click this join button. I would absolutely love to have your support today. 
um and and we'll do a uh we'll do a little members only stream right after this so i'll give everyone a few minutes to join and then i'll launch the members only stream in a few minutes and we'll just talk a little bit and we'll see what's going on and uh Oh yeah, you can get your holiday gift box. Someone just asked about coffee. Well, Coffee Brand Coffee is my company. If you're looking for a great Christmas gift, make sure you pick out, check out our Christmas holiday gift boxes. They sell out every year. Absolutely. We absolutely crush it with these. You can custom build them exactly the way you want. You can pick up some of our pre-made ones. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, pick up a gift box, get your, get your Christmas stuff handled today, and we will see you uh, on Locals. Make sure you get joined up. Hit that join button. First timer YouTube crossover. Go team. Shout out Brat Mobile. Love it. I haven't done a CBC ad in a long time, by the way. Yeah, hit the join button, join the Locals, and I'll see you there in a few minutes. Oh,